Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to another edition of Kentucky Sports Memories. Thank you for joining me. You know, you've heard the term oftentimes of one and done. Usually, most often, that's referred to college basketball players, freshmen in particular, who come to college, play one year of basketball, and then they go on to the NBA. Today, we're going to talk about two and done, and, and it's not college basketball we're dealing with. It's high school football. We're going to talk about teams that have won two state championships and those coming back-to-back and yet never winning another championship. You see a lot of teams capture lightning in a bottle and win one state championship and never win another in a lot of sports, but it's not that often you see a team win back-to-back state championships and that be the only time they'll win one in a particular sport. So that's what we're going to look at today. Give you a little bit of background. First of all, we're going to talk about, as I said, high school football in Kentucky. They've only been crowning champions in high school football in this state since 1959. A lot of people are not aware of that because they think about the state basketball tournament, and we've been crowning champions in that for years. That goes back to 1919 when the Sweet 16 got underway and started crowning basketball champions, especially in boys. Not so much girls, but boys, 1919. But football didn't start crowning a champion until 1959. Prior to that, teams could win their conference or their region or something like that, but there was no state tournament. State tournament began in 1959. So since 59, when all that began, uh, first of all, there were only three classes in football. 1A, 2A, and 3A. And as you know, classes are determined or what class you play in is based on your enrollment in your school. So smaller schools are the 1A and the larger enrollment schools are the 3A. So from 1959 to 1975, there were only three classes. Then in 75, it expanded to four and it remained that way until 2007. And in 2007, football expanded to six classes, and that's what we have now, six classes for football, so we crown six champions every year. So in the history of high school football, there have only been three schools to win back-to-back football championships, and then that be the only championships they ever won in that sport. First happened in 1965 and 66, Hopkinsville won back-to-back. They've never won another title, neither before or since. The last to do it was DeSales out of Louisville, and uh, they won back-to-back titles in 13 and 14, 2013, 2014, and had never won one prior or since. And in between those two was 1971 and 72. Trigg County High won back-to-back titles in those two years and had never won one prior or hasn't won one since. And Trigg County is the subject of our show today, mainly because their head coach that year was a first-year head coach, had just taken over the program, and was left with a bevy of talent by the previous coach, and he wins back-to-back state championships. A little geography on Trigg County, just in case you're not familiar with where that's located. It's in far southwestern Kentucky. Uh, Trigg County sits on the Tennessee border. Cadiz is the county seat, spelled C-A-D-I-Z, pronounced Cadiz, and it's a small town. Uh, last I looked, the 2018 census was the last census on that, a little more than 2,600 people, so that'll kind of give you an idea of how small it is and, and also compared to where you may live. So a little more than 2,600 in Cadiz, 
in the 2018 census. So anyway, they're in southwestern Kentucky in between Hopkinsville and Murray, located next to Lake Barkley and land between the lakes area. So they win back-to-back state championships. 1971, they lose one game all year, but then go on to win the championship, knock off Lynch, which is from far eastern Kentucky, knock them off in the title game uh, by a final of 30-23. to And then in 72, they come back. They lose one game that year. They lost their opening game of the season, uh, but then they come back and win the championship, knocking off Pikeville, by a final score of 22 to nothing. So they went in 71 and 72. And they're the team we're going to look at in this show today, talk to some of the former players and uh, former coach Joe Jaggers. So let's get started. And you know, backs and receivers seem to get all the glory in football, so we're not going to talk to them first. We're going to talk to the big guys up front. Let's talk to a couple of linemen. Let's begin with a guy by the name of Tony Holland. He was an offensive and defensive lineman, all-stater at Trigg County, uh, signed later after his high school career, signed with UK. So let's begin with him. Tony Holland from those two championship teams for Trigg County. So it's been a lot of years since those back-to-back championships. Do you still remember them pretty well? Yeah, I've got a pretty good recollection of most of it. It, uh, Some of it might get a little foggy, but those were, you don't ever forget those times. It's like a movie. A little country town winning those things back-to-back, never won one since. It was uh, pretty heady days. So why were you guys so good those two years? You know, (laughs) that's a good question. Because I don't know. We didn't know we were that good. You know, starting off, we lost our second game. I think it was the second game to Caldwell County. Maybe we needed to lose that game to kind of bring us back down. But we... uh, it wasn't like everybody was saying, I'll wait till next year, man. We've got this team that's going to bowl them over next year. We didn't know that. Although Coach Jaggers did, uh, upon his first meeting with the team, he gathered us around and he said, y'all might not think I know what I'm talking about, but uh, if y'all stick with me and uh, and work hard, so we'll be eating Thanksgiving dinner together in Lexington, Kentucky this year. And he was right. We were. You heard Tony mention Coach Jaggers, and as I said at the top of the show, that's Coach Joe Jaggers. It was his first year at Trigg County when they won that championship in 71. I talked with Coach Jaggers, who's 80 years old now, living in E-Town, and he talked about that first meeting that Tony just mentioned. He talked about that first meeting with the team. And I told them that in the fall, we were going to win the state championship. Pretty prophetic on Coach Jagger's part. He had seen the talent. He knew he had it. He made the prediction, and he was right. We'll have more with Coach Jaggers coming up later in the show, but for now, let's get back to Tony Holland. We had just enough. We probably would have led the nation in the most amount of people on the team we couldn't have done without and still won it. Really? I mean, it took everybody. It took every little bit, you know. When you won that first championship, did you automatically start thinking, you know, we could do this again? Yeah, because we only had about seven seniors. I was one of them, 
should have been one of them. Uh, I cut my ankle in half my sophomore year cutting tobacco. And uh, after a botched surgery, I had to then had to go back to Nashville and have it done over. So I missed so much school. I didn't go to school the first half of my sophomore year. But I had caught up to graduate on time. And Coach Jaggers tells me, you know, Tony, you're 17. If you drop the subject, you'd have to come back next year for, for one semester. <laughs> so, so I was glad to do it. I was one of those kids. I had no idea what I was going to do after school anyway, you know. So you so you dropped the subject to purposely fail the grade so you could come back and play an extra year. Yeah, so I didn't fulfill my requirements. So I think I had a football coach, a football coach, two study halls, and got out at dinner and just, <laughs> and just went to the dressing room waiting for football. <laughs> but it paid off. <laughs> yeah, it paid off. Won another state championship and then went on from there to play football at UK. All right, let's move on to another lineman. Let's talk to Jimmy Futrell. So, Jimmy, what do you remember from nearly 50 years ago? Well, you know, it, it was probably most of all a very special time. And uh, the fact that we were such a united group of players, uh, you know, to have back-to-back state championships, you definitely have to have a lot of talent. But we had a lot of unity. And the ones that were extremely talented, they did not see themselves as that, they saw themselves as teammates. And, you know, that's really valuable. And uh, another thing, you know, we had uh, so much depth. Uh, We had second-string players that we had to go against during practice during the week that they were as talented as ourselves and really made us better players. And then probably the third thing, uh, we had so much support from our community and the school. I assume that every game was just packed. Yes, yes, it was. uh, I can remember even our practices. We may have anywhere from 10, 20, or 30, you know, men come from the community just to watch us practice. You heard Futrell mention the support of the community and – they did certainly have it. All of Trigg County got behind this team. And we'll get into that in a little more detail a little later in the show. But uh, for now, let's hear from another player. How about how about hearing from a back, an offensive back? Quarterback, Jimmy Mathis. You know, they say the um, quarterback gets too much blame when they lose and too much credit when they win. Did you take all the credit? <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely not. Uh, I was uh, just a... Just a, a team player in the mix, too. You know, I had a pretty good year, but uh, everybody else did, too. And, no, I didn't I didn't take any more credit than anybody else. And uh, I think that was the reason for our success. We, uh, we pretty well depended on each other and, uh, and uh, you know, lived with what we've done. You know, if we, we screwed up, we screwed up as a team. And if we wanted, you know, won, we won as a team. So it was uh, not, not a whole lot of pressure. We actually had a pretty good uh, spot at three feeting, but uh, we we didn't make it my senior year. But uh, we we come through uh, two years in a row, and 
like I said, everybody was behind us. It was just a good feeling from the school administration and, and county officials. And, uh, you know, it was, just, it was just good. When we come back, more from the players. And in particular, we'll talk about race. The majority of the team was white. There were some black players on that team. And this was a time when schools had just been integrated less than 10 years. And that was the case for Trigg County. So what was the racial issues like? Was there tension on this team? We'll talk about that when we come back. So stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211 and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be all end all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270-737-6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones. And so we're able to look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211. And if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you. Be well. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where we're discussing Trigg County football, Trigg County High School. It won back-to-back state football championships in Class A in 1971 and 72. One of only three schools to win back-to-back state titles in football and then never win another title in school's history. The other two being Hopkinsville. They did it in 1965 and 66 and Louisville DeSales did it in 2013 and 14. As I say, we're talking about Trigg County. We talked to three of the players in the last segment. Going to talk to a few more in this segment. And with the first couple of players, we're also going to talk about race issues because there were a few black players on this team, mostly made up of white players. But you got to remember, this was also the early 1970s. The Civil Rights Act had been passed less than 10 years prior. Uh, Schools have been integrated less than 10 years prior. There was a lot of racial conflict going on throughout the country, especially the South during this time. So these first couple of players are going to talk to them. I'm going to talk to them about the season, their memories and all that. But I'm also going to get into race and how that played uh, a part, played a role with this team. So uh, you'll hear that in the conversation as well. So we'll begin by just talking about the team and the season, then get into race and we'll start with linebacker 
Benji Glunt, who, by the way, was an all-state linebacker. Benji, the first thing I got to say is I, I love your last name, Glunt. That's that's a linebacker's name, if I ever. <laughs> it's easy to say, but that's for sure. <laughs> Did the coach look at your name and say, "Oh, he's got to be a linebacker"? No, I don't think they looked at me and thought I would be a linebacker <laughs> when they came in. I, I don't. I don't. They came in our our junior year, the coaches. So. So why did you become a linebacker? Um, I guess I'm a student of the game, even even back then. And it was, I, I liked reading offenses, trying to figure out what was going to happen next, you know, by the way, even in practices and stuff. And uh, so I think I kind of had a, a nose for the ball. And so you're telling me you weren't linebacker size? Uh my uh, sophomore year is like 135. My junior year was 155, and then I I bulked up to 175 my senior year. Really, you're a big guy by then. <laughs> so, what was special about those two teams? Why did you all win back-to-back state championships? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's there's two things that uh, probably even look at college football now. It's you know coaching. And talent and uh, we just had a uh, in my, my class we had you know 20 some odd kids that uh, that played and that was out of you know low 30s um, that were on the team so we, and we had just uh, you know some guys who went to um, Kentucky uh, Western um, um, myself and another guy went to Georgetown College uh, had a guy went to Kentucky State so I think you know, for a single-A school, I really thought that uh, the talent level was good. And then uh, Coach Jaggers and his brother, uh, Johnny, and uh, Coach Perry, uh, I thought they were really good coaches, um, some of the best that I that I had in my, you know, even in, in the through college. I had some good college coaches. So um, I, I think that's really the – and we were very tight. We were, you know, we liked each other. And uh, there was there were some you know racial tensions back in the early seventies and but not on our team. Had blacks been going to that school for long, or or I, I guess blacks and whites? Or how long had blacks and whites been going to school together? You know I don't know that uh, for a fact. It's hard. I don't think it had been long, but and I, and I moved there when I was uh, in eighth grade. So I don't know the the history behind that, but it, you know it was just you know a tumultuous time you know uh, back then. And it, but it was just I don't know. Uh, we had four quad captains elected by the team, and uh, you know, and we had seven or eight black guys that played, and three of them were the quad captains. So you know highly thought of, um, very talented guys, you know, and so it was it was really cool to. To be part of that, in retrospect, you didn't really think about it at the time. Benji, a white player on the team, and uh, he talked about race in his uh, conversation there with me. So let's move on to one of the black athletes on the team, running back Selby Grubbs, who, by the way, was an All-American, outstanding running back for Trigg County. And I should mention that in the uh, 1972 season, when they won that championship, he had 171 yards rushing on 28 carries in that championship game. But 
I will talk to Selby about the season, also about race. As I say, he was one of the few black players on the team. My conversation with running back Selby Grubbs. Selby, what do you remember about those years? Well, I haven't aged a little bit since then. <laughs> um, I, I just remember having fun, man. You know, it wasn't it wasn't no pressure. It was just a it was just a good time, you know. Uh, I, I remember being a sophomore on the the '70 team, which we uh, came close to winning the district that year. Russellville knocked us out by, you know, two-point margin that uh, kept us from going to playoff that year. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just sort of what are we going to do next year. I think Coach Bird left that year. He had went to Alabama, and we was left without a coach. We thought we was going to come back and have Coach Bird and uh, really bomb, you know, do some things. But we, we was left without a coach and didn't know who was going to come in there. So uh, during that time of waiting, I think Coach Jaggers came in. Uh, he met with some of us, you know, and uh, he came in pretty rough, man. He, he, I guess he sort of figured me out. I started as a sophomore, and he came in and said nobody had a starting position, that uh, he was starting fresh and whoever wanted to play, you come out, you show, and you get to, you get to go, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that sort of put pressure on me like, man, this cat just controlled me to the dogs like I am. I ain't nothing, so I had to perform to get back in the team. So that, that, that made a difference, you know. Everybody felt like they was on an even kill, and everybody came in and did what they do. And uh, that sort of made the difference. He came in the right way, I guess. So you go on and win the championship, the state championship, that year in 71, that first mm-hmm. season under Jaggers. Did you think you guys were going to be that good? I, I don't want to brag or boast anything, but that that seventy year, and wait, we was all sophomores, man. So the team was made up of all sophomores and about four or five juniors, and the rest that left in seventy. You know, they was gone. We was worried about what we was going to do our junior year. We 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 had a feeling we was going to do some things, but you 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 got to play through it to see what was happening. It sounds like you weren't a big fan of Coach Jaggers when he first came, and then maybe you grew to like him. Hey, I, he, he's 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 a good guy, man. He, he'll make you he he'll make it come out of you, whether he got to tee you off or you know he, he wouldn't let you have a big head. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, like if you if you thought he if he thought you was getting a big head, he'll he'll bring you down. Did did he need to bring you down a time or two? No, I just, well, he did it just – he, he teed me off a lot. <laughs> I, I just sort of – you know, I, I would get mad, but he, he sort of figured out if I got mad, it made me play better. I, I guess that's what he was doing. <laughs> I was talking to Benji Glunt, and he said back during that time, the early 70s, a lot of racial tension in the community and in the school. But he said, you didn't see that on the team. Everybody bonded as one. Hey man, they was like brothers, man. I'll tell you the truth. And we were. We're we're like that now. <laughs> but you know. But uh yeah, back then it, it, we had it all around us, but we never let it influence the team. As I mentioned, Selby Grubbs an all American and uh, an outstanding running back. As I said also, hundred and seventy one yards rushing on twenty eight carries 
in that championship game in 1972, their second of the two back-to-back state championships. They had one loss each season, and um, Grubbs very, very instrumental in them winning back-to-back titles. All right, let's talk to one more player before we move on. And our final player we're going to talk with is Ivan Baker, fullback. Do you still have any memorabilia from those championship games? That's a sore subject. My mother kept every clipping from about four different newspapers back in that day. Uh, we were daily subscribers to to the New Era in Hopkinsville, also the Paducah Sun Democrat, uh, as well as the Katie's Record. Kept all those, and I had a scrapbook for each year. And uh, somewhere in my moving times, uh, they disappeared. But every, every clipping and picture uh, was in those scrapbooks. But so to you, answer the question, I do not have those anymore. You think you lost them? Uh, well, they just got lost, let's say, in, in the moving scenario. So how long ago was that? Uh, that was probably about 1999, 2000. Yeah. Did you cry? Yep, still do. <laughs> I guess it could be reproduced uh, if I ever wanted to put the time into it. I guess you could go back and check check microfilm or whatever, but, you know, that would be labor-intensive. I got you. I got you. I see. I noticed the last name Baker, so I remember Al Baker played there down at Trick County a few years back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm white and he's black, but I, I'd claim him. <laughs> he was a good one. He was a good one. I was coaching at Christian County uh, football team when, when and we played them um, and uh, during his day. Yeah, he was awesome. Ivan Baker there, a former fullback for Trigg County High School. And you heard me mention Al Baker to him. Al Baker was a great running back at Trigg County, graduated in the mid-'80s, so uh, about 15 years or so after those guys who won the back-to-back state titles, a little less than 15 years later. Anyway, Al Baker rushed for, just in case you were wondering, he rushed for more than 5,300 yards in his high school career, outstanding career at Trigg County went on and played at the University of Kentucky, where he had, he had an okay career there at UK, more than 1,400 yards rushing in his entire career, and uh, 780 yards rushing his senior season. So he's probably the most famous, would be my guess, the most famous football player to come out of Trigg County High School. Al Baker graduated there in the mid-'80s. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk once again with head coach Joe Jaggers and get more of his comments about uh, that season, those two seasons, and what he saw on those teams. And we're also going to visit with a couple of people who remember what the community was like, what the fan involvement was like, the enthusiasm surrounding those Trade County football teams. That's all coming up. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a 
football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. I want to be. All the I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. Thank you for joining me. And we're talking about Trigg County football, Trigg County High School winning back-to-back state titles in 1971 and 72. Head coach of that team was Joe Jaggers, and he took over the year they won the title in 1971. And you heard earlier in the show where he said he told the team on the first meeting he had with them that they had enough talent and they would win a championship. And they did indeed. So we're going to visit with Coach Jaggers again, talk more about that team and that season. Again, he is 80 years old now, retired, living in E-Town. My conversation with Coach Jaggers. So I had spring practice, and I told them that we were going to win the state championship the next year. They were so much better than the teams that I had before. So you tell them they're going to win a state championship. Did you have any idea they'd win two? I know this. But we had practically everybody coming back. We beat Lynch in the 71 final championship. We're behind, 23 to 6. I said, hell, we're going to get the hell beat out of us. We hadn't run this kickoff return. We hadn't run the reverse off the kickoff. So they kicked the ball, and we gave it to 86-yard digs, Bonnie digs. We ran a reverse to the right, and he scored. Now the score is 23 to 12. And we ended up winning the game in the second half, 30 to 23. By the way, Coach Joe Jaggers came to um, Trigg County after having two previous head coaching jobs. He was the head football coach at Old Kentucky Home High School in Bardstown. And when that school consolidated with Bloomfield High School, he took over the head coaching job at Nelson County High there in uh, Bardstown, and then left that to come to Trick County, where he won those two state titles. Later, he was the head coach at Fort Knox, and he won three titles with Fort Knox. They won a state championship in 1983, again in 88, and again in 90. So he had five state titles altogether, two at Trigg County, two at Fort Knox. And after Fort Knox, he went and coached at North Harden, so that was his fifth high school, which he was the head football coach. Coached several years football coaching in Kentucky. As a matter of fact, according to the Kentucky High School Athletic Association record book, Coach Joe Jaggers ranks 12th all-time in wins among coaches in the state history. 292 career wins at those five schools I mentioned, coaching 33 seasons of high school football. His overall record 292 wins, 105 losses, and three ties in those 33 seasons. 
Also wanted to make mention of the previous Trigg County coach, the one just prior to Joe Jaggers taking over, because some of the players mentioned that previous coach and said he did a great job of uh, molding that team and helped getting them ready and preparing them for when Jaggers came in and took over. And that coach's name is Ken Barrett, and he had left and taken a high school football coaching job in Alabama. Apparently a pretty prestigious job, so he went down there, and that's when Jaggers came in to Trigg County. By the way, Barrett came back to Kentucky a little later on and coached at Russellville High School, and that's probably where he's most famous. He coached Russellville to three state championships. They won the title in 1980, 1983, and again in 1990, all under Ken Barrett, who was the previous coach at Trigg County. So as I said, some of the players had mentioned him, talked about how good of a job he had done in building up that program and what a great job he had done in leaving talent behind for Coach Joe Jaggers to come in and develop them further and lead them to that first state championship title in 1971. All right, we're going to move on, and now we're going to talk to a guy who was a member of the community for many, many years, still a member of the community, and he was older at the time, not one of the students, but an older person who remembers those teams well, because I was curious what the following was like among the adults and what the town was like, the entire county was like. And person to talk to about that is a guy by the name of Willie Wilson, because at the time, back in the early 70s, Willie was the play-by-play announcer for the local radio station, WKDZ. He called all the ball games, so he saw all the ball games. He saw all the people who were there. He saw what the community was like. Willie is 90 years old now, retired, but still doing very well. And we had a conversation about those uh, ball games and those teams so many years ago. So when Trick County won those back-to-back state titles, did the community get heavily involved with this team? Oh, yes. Uh, see, Trigg County was not a football power. They were a pretty good basketball school, and everybody followed the football team, but it, it usually was closer to the bottom than the top. When did you notice that the community was really behind this team? All of those times when we went um, with a ball team, they had a good following. You were talking about following, of course, a good local following, but they also, when they went to different places like Harrodsburg and up to Stallfield in Lexington where we won the championships and um, all the other places, seems like um, nowadays uh, that's old hat, but uh, at that time, we would have a convoy going all the way to wherever they were playing. And like I think when we beat Harrodsburg, they'd been number one that year in, the, in that classification. And uh, so it was really, really something. In 71, when they won that first championship, what was community like after that? I mean, was there a big celebration? Oh, what was yeah. the mood? Yes, uh, we had a convoy coming in uh, and uh, they townspeople in the fire truck and all the things that would come out, the police cars and all, and uh, maybe rode us through town or welcomed us, rode us through town, and we had a pep rally uh, there at the high school. So uh, it was really, uh, uh, you might say back in the day, I guess now, but it was really a, a homecoming 
like no other. Again, that was Willie Wilson, who's 90 years young now, but was the uh, play-by-play guy for the local radio WKDZ there in Katie's back when the Trade County won those back-to-back state titles. I want to talk to one more person who had a different perspective on those championships. His name is Mike Wright, and Mike Wright has coached just about everything in Trigg County high school history. First of all, he went to Trigg County. He's a lifelong resident of Trigg County, graduated Trigg County High School, came back, was the basketball coach there for 25 years, cross-country coach for 29 years, assistant football coach for two years, assistant baseball coach for two years, and he coached tennis for two years. So uh, I asked him if he also ran the concession stand because he did pretty much everything else. Mike is 60 years old now and is retired from coaching, but uh, still very active. He started the Trigg County Sports Hall of Fame there, and um, he's been involved with athletics for years, obviously, as I just mentioned. And he was a little kid at the time Trigg County won those back-to-back state titles. So he remembers it very well as a youngster growing up. And he told me a story about his most memorable moment of when Trigg County won its first state championship. Well, I was a fifth and sixth grader when Trigg County won the state championship football, state championship in football for two years. And the community was just so behind the teams and the support those people had. Those athletes had was unreal. And, and I delivered a newspaper. The Hopkinsville, Kentucky New Era was our daily paper in Katy's. And I delivered it faithfully every day when I got home from school. But on the night of the first state championship, my family was unable to go to Lexington for the game or Louisville or wherever it was played. And, and if I would have delivered the paper, I would have, I would have missed the game on the radio. So my parents actually let me wait till halftime of the game, and they drove me around and to each house, and I dropped the papers off. And it was unreal. Half of the people on my route were gone to the game, and the other half were glued to their radio as a family. They were sitting there engrossed in the broadcast. <laughs> so did you get all the papers delivered during halftime and make it back for kickoff in the second half? Missed a little bit of the third quarter, but, but that move by my father, by allowing me to do that, allowed us to listen to most all the games. <laughs> But I was in the in the fifth and sixth grade those two years, and and those figures on the football team were bigger than life to a kid like me. I mean, they were just it was a collection of athletes that will probably never pass through a small school like ours again at the same time. Mike Wright, a former coach of many sports at Trigg County, also a Trigg County graduate, and a proud member of the community. Sixty years old, he's lived there his entire life. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go back and visit with the players again, and we're going to talk to them about what they're doing today. Where has life taken them? That's the question I had, and that's what they'll talk about when we come back. So stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. You're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to 
stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a, a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211, and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is, and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be all end all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270 737 6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones, and so we're able to look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211. And if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you. Be well. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. Thank you for joining me today. And we are looking at the Trigg County football teams, back-to-back -back state champions in 1971 and 72. The only time Trigg County has won a state title in football, and they came in consecutive years. In this last segment, I'd like to visit with the players and see what they're doing today. A lot of folks like to know what they're up to after all those years, nearly 50 years ago when they won their championship, coming up on 50 years. And would be next fall, would be 50-year anniversary of that first championship. So anyway, these guys are in their mid-60s now. Let's catch up on what they're doing with their lives. Let's begin with Benji Glunt, who was the linebacker. I had a career as a civil engineer. I did road and bridge. and design work for a lot of the DOTs in the southeast uh, with a company out of Paducah, Kentucky. I live in Greenville, South Carolina now. I have for about 20 years. Next, from offensive and defensive lineman, Tony Holland. Well, I just retired. Uh, I worked for the Department of Corrections for 27 years, and uh, I was a county jailer here in Trick County for uh, 17 years and finished up at the penitentiary system. Got, and then uh, went to work at the courthouse as a bailiff for the, for the last nine, and I just quit that last week. I, I've got a bad, a bad knee. Some of I remember those old football games every time I try to walk. <laughs> Another offensive and defensive lineman, Jimmy Futrell. What's he up to these days? I have recently retired and certainly enjoying that. Uh, that took place in March. Uh, spent a lot of time, my wife and I, with our uh, granddaughters. And uh, I'm playing quite a bit of golf now. And traveling some, but, uh, you know, life is good. I've been blessed. Uh, uh, I wished I was in the condition I was back in high school in early 20s, but it, that's just not quite the, the case. But uh, for an old man, uh, I do pretty good. All-American running back, Selby Grubbs. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm just piddling right now. I'm just working, um, working driving a truck. But, uh, I had worked for Josh Control for 30 some years and closed down. I'm just uh, I'm just getting my time in and getting ready to shut it down. When will you retire? I don't know. I'm scared if I retire and give it up, then I'll shut down for real. 
So you're just trying to stay busy? Trying to stay busy, keep his old bones working, man. Blocking and sometimes running fullback, Ivan Baker, what's he up to? Well, I retired from the Christian County School System after 33 years. Uh, retirement wasn't really good for me, so I've been working for Murray State University Breast Veterinary uh, Clinic. It's a diagnostic lab. It's here in Hopkinsville, so uh, that's that's where I'm working there. So you're in Hopkinsville these days. I still am in Hopkins. I've, I've, my whole working career was in Hopkinsville. And finally, the quarterback on that second championship team, Jimmy Mathis. I work for uh, the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Oh, really? Yeah, been there about nine years. I started out in the park system. Uh, I got into construction after high school, and I was a partner down at uh, Lake Barker State Park for 18 years. Then I transferred over to the highway department and uh, been there for about nine and a half, ten years. So that's six of the former players who played on those championship teams and what they're up to these days. By the way, the last person you heard from was Jimmy Mathis. He was the starting quarterback on that second championship team. Starting quarterback for the first championship team was Bruce Higby, and Higby graduated after that first championship season, so Mathis stepped in the second year and helped lead them to a second championship. By the way, Bruce Higby, that first starting quarterback, he has since passed away. So has uh, David Sadler, I should mention him. He was an All-American lineman at uh, Trigg County, played on both of those championship teams, went on to play at Alabama, had a great career there under Bear Bryant, and he has passed away. And I'm told that uh, obviously a few others have passed away from that team, and the players wanted to keep all of them in their thoughts and prayers, those who have passed on from this world, and uh, they think about them often. But again, coming up on the 50th anniversary, which would be next year, 50th anniversary of their first state championship. You know, I prob probably should have waited and done this show next year, but, uh, you know, now's a good time as any. I'm, these guys uh, still remember it, and I'm sure they'll get together and celebrate big time next year. Uh, all get together down there in Katie's and have a big celebration when they come up on the 50th anniversary of that first championship game. So once again, my thanks to Benji Glunt, Tony Holland, Jimmy Mathis, Selby Grubbs, Jimmy Futrell, and Ivan Baker, all former players for the Trigg County football team, winning two state championships in the early 70s. Also, my thanks to Coach Joe Jaggers, as well as Willie Wilson, who did the broadcast for those games back then. And I also want to send a uh, thank you out to Scott Brown. He's with WKDZ Radio down in Katie's. And uh, he helped me with a little bit uh, as far as information and contact information, and I appreciate his support as well. And finally, my thanks to Mike Wright, who's coached, uh, coached pretty much everything at Trigg County High in his coaching career and has started the Athletic Hall of Fame there. He's the one who put me in touch with all the players, so my thanks to him. All right, that'll do it for the show this week. I certainly thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. Go to my website. It's at KentuckySportsMemories.com. And there I have a contact page. You can click on that contact page and reach out to me if you have a show idea or any other comments you'd like to make. And uh, also, you can go to my website and click on the Archives tab. 
and listen to any past shows that I've done. So maybe one that you'll find interesting that you missed when it aired previously uh, at some point in time, a few months or a few weeks ago or whenever that may have aired. Anyway, thanks again for listening in. I will be back next week with another show. I certainly hope you'll tune me in then. Until then, I'm Gary Fogel. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. I'll see you next week. kids first computer when i grow up i want to be a glass countertop in a new home when i grow up i want to be a kid's best birthday present when i grow up i want to be a football stadium when i grow up i want to be a warm place on a cold day when i grow up i want to be a fancy backsplash I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. i grow up i want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny port. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.